That's what this is called. Believe and say every day. Now, if you'll do this, you'll have more of God's manifest glory, more of God's manifest material blessings and spiritual blessings. Praise God. The things that Jesus bought and paid for you will start to uh, manifest more and more uh, in your life. And we all want that. Amen? Amen? Praise God. But it's not automatic. I think we all fall down already. It's not automatic. It doesn't fall on us like ripe cherries out of a tree and kaplunk. You know? No, there's certain things we have to do to cooperate with the Lord. Hallelujah. But if we'll cooperate with the Lord, then he'll bring his will into manifestation in our life. You know, he said we've got to pray his will be done, didn't he? On earth, even as it is in heaven. It's not an automatic thing. So there's so many blessings God has for you and that he wants for you, but you've got to believe and say every day. Praise God. <coughs> now, Mark chapter 11, verse 23, Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say, whosoever, that's you, whosoever shall say to this mountain, an obstacle in your way, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall possess, he shall have whatsoever he says. Now notice in that passage three times it mentions say it. Amen? Three times it mentioned say it. One time it mentioned believe it. But see, there's a lot of things you believe that you're not saying. And if you don't say it, it's not going to come to pass. Because you're not doing what God said to do. The Bible said you've got to be a doer of the word. Or otherwise, you'll deceive your own self. Right out of the blessings. But what it says, but if you do the word, you will be blessed in your deeds. Praise God. You will be blessed if you do what the word says. We're talking about believe and say every day. Now, I'm going to quote a few scriptures for you. You know, I like giving a lot of scriptures and letting the scriptures do the talking. Amen? Because they're what God says about it. And what God uh, had written in his book about it. <coughs> Psalm 68, 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation. Say that. God daily loads me with benefits. We like saying, if you're going to have a fit, have a benefit. He said, forget not all my benefits. He daily, like give us this day our daily bread. He daily loads us with benefits. Now, you're going to have to agree with God. You're not, you can't be saying, well, I don't ever get nothing from the Lord. That never happens in my life. See, if you're talking like that, you're actually putting a wall of defense against the blessings of God, keeping them out of your life. Yes. So we need to realize that. Yeah. Then the, the latter part of Malachi 3.10, just so you know that God can do this, he says, I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that there will not be room enough to contain it. So obviously God can't open up windows of heaven and pour us out blessings that we don't even have room enough to contain it. That sounds like God really wants you blessed. Amen? 
It doesn't sound like he's going to open it up a quarter inch and squeak a little blessing out once in a while. It sounds like he's going to fling those windows wide open, praise God, and start pushing blessings from heaven out. They're going to land kaplunk right on you. All these blessings, he said, will come upon you and overtake you. Yes. You can't run fast enough, but what the blessings will catch up to you and bless you. At least show God wants you, he wants you blessed. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. With, I mean, it's there for you. If it says he hath blessed you, that's in the past tense. That means it's there for you. Who hath blessed us with every spiritual, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. The thing is, we want it from heaven down here. Amen. Praise God. But he's already blessed you. He's already opened up the doors for you to be blessed in your life. Hallelujah. Let me read Romans chapter 8, verse 31 and 32. Romans 8, verse 31, 32. It says, if God be for us, who can be against us? Do you know God's for you? Do you know greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world? Praise God. Do you know that he said you don't need a fear for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go? He said, fear not. I'm with you wherever you go. That means you can literally depend on him and he will help you and protect you. Praise God. But you got to believe him. Amen. And you got to say, the Lord is my fortress. Like David said, the Lord is my fortress. He's my strong tower. He said, uh, we run into the name of the Lord and are safe. Praise God. So you've got to say that same thing. You can't be saying contrary. See, for these things to be made manifest, you've got to start praising God that they're eternal facts. Yes. These are eternal facts. These are not something... You know, now, there is promises, but there's also so many facts that pertain to you. Whatever the Bible says, it says to you personally. Yes. Hallelujah. You can take it personally. Then it says, if God is for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but gave him up for us all, shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Wow. God said he'll freely give us all things. He sent his son to take the curse so the blessings could come on us. All yes. blessings. Amen. The way he intended it in the beginning. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. He will freely give us all things. Listen to that. The verse before said he, he gives us all blessings. Yes. Now it says he gives us everything. Yes. Now it said he daily loads us with benefits. Yes. See, this is from God's perspective. But there's something you've got to do on the earth to release it into your life. In Isaiah 57, 19, God said, I create the fruit of the lips. <laughs> You're giving them seed. Paul said, I planted Apollos water and God caused the miracles. God caused the increase. God said, I create the fruit of the lips. That means your lips. What you're giving God, he's giving you seed. Luke 8, 11 says the seed is the word of God. You give God that seed back. He said, my word won't return to me, boy. You return it to him. Praise God. You give him that seed back. He creates the fruit of the lips. He creates 
Whatever you're saying that's in harmony with His Word. Praise God. This is the way the system is set up to operate. Yes. You can have what you say. In John 15, 7, He said, If you abide in me, that's in Christ, and my words abide in you. His words. Yes. Praise these promises, these facts, these provisions He laid out in the Word. And my words abide in you. Ask, the word is all, ask or speak what you will. And it shall be done for you. Wow. Think about that. You let his word out of your mouth and it shall be done for you. You're in Christ. All the promises of God in Christ do yes and amen. Praise God. You release them out of your mouth. You give God something to work with. For he can create the food of the lips. He uses words to create. That's how he creates. And his power is going to create things for you. Because he filled you with the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of power may originate with God. Not with us. So the power is of God. His divine power gives us. Peter said all things that pertain to life and godliness. Didn't he? Praise God. That power is in us. We release it. God works. Create the food of the lips. Bring a better life into existence for you. Hallelujah. I mean, I feel like running around this church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, you know, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. That means have sovereign reign and authority in the earth over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the cattle over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps upon the every creep on the earth. Amen. You've got authority over all creeps. Because they're moved by the devil and you're moved by the Holy Ghost. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created them, male and female, he created them. And, and God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. So God's original plan was for men to be blessed on earth as they are in heaven. Just as blessed as they are in heaven. Wow, just think about that. Because he told us to pray, it will be done on earth even as it is in heaven. Yes. Even as. There was a lot more manifest blessings in the beginning than we see in the earth manifest right now. Yes. But God wants yes. the blessings of heaven manifested in your life. So God's original intent for man on earth was to load man with all manner of blessings and benefits on the earth even as it was in heaven. Because the earth was meant to be a duplicate of heaven. We were not to fall short here on the earth, you know. Well, heaven has this bountiful supply, but the earth, everybody's running short. That wasn't the way it was meant to be. It wasn't meant to be his will done on earth, even as it's done in heaven. Yes. That's the way it's meant to be. Glory. Praise God. Philippians 4.19, listen to this. But my God, say my God. God. Shall supply all my needs. Say that. According to, According to his riches. riches. Where? On the earth? Yes. No, in glory. Yes. Through Christ Jesus. 
My God shall supply all of your needs on the earth according to his riches up there in heaven through Christ Jesus. Man, that sounds like he's trying to get those windows open and pour you out blessings. You don't have room enough to contain. In heaven, they don't have, I mean, they got to build mansions that contain the blessings. Yes. Hallelujah. Not a, not a little old shack down barely get along street on Grumble Alley. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. I thought that was a cool scripture. Yes. My God shall supply all the earnings according to yes. his riches. And so you got to expand your thinking yes. and start thinking God wants you way more blessed than you've been. Yes. See, because in the Old Testament it said they limited the Holy One of Israel. You can limit God by your thinking. Stinking thinking. We don't want stinking thinking. We want Bible thinking. Yes. Whatever God says is ours, that's what we want. Amen? Yes. Whatever He says we can tap into, that's what we want. Yes. Praise God. Lord. But you see, back there in the beginning, man pulled away from God. And man listened to the devil. And Romans 5.12 says, By one man sin entered into the world and death. And all the curses came because of sin and Satan. See, so the lack, the disease, the want, the poverty, the fear, the turmoil, chaos, stormy weather. All kinds of things came in. To this earth. I don't believe they have tornadoes. Do you think they got tornadoes and hurricanes up in heaven? Knocks over those mansions. God, you got to go rebuild them again. You know? No. Praise God. Well, he don't want it on the earth. Now, Jesus demonstrated that if you learn how to operate things, you can put an end to storms that, that might harm you. Because he did. And he said, the works I do, you'll do also. Did he not say that? Praise God. So you have the authority. He has all power in heaven and on earth. But then he delegated it to the church. So that means we got all power in the earth. Yes. Hallelujah. Because we we're operating in the power he won when he won the victory over Satan, death, the curse, hell, and the grave. Yes. Then he delegated that to the body of Christ. Amen. Man, you got a lot of power. Yes. And you got a lot of benefits. Yes. And you got a lot of legal rights to claim it all. Yeah. Praise God. Now you know the Bible says that uh, in John 10, 10, the thief came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. See, so it's the enemy doing all of that. So Satan cut off man's heavenly supply line. Well, they got man in the doubt and unbelief and kind of cut things off there. But 2,000 years ago about, God sent Jesus, his son, into the earth. Acts 3.26, uh, he sent Jesus, the Bible says, to bless us. He sent Jesus to bless you. He didn't send Jesus, send Jesus to curse you, to hurt you, to uh, rob you, cause you pain. You know, the sick ran to Jesus. They didn't run away from Jesus. Yeah. They didn't say, oh, here's the one that puts disease on us. Let's get out of here right now. You know, no. Praise God. Jesus wants to bless you. He wants to bless your family. Yes. And he'll do any good thing for you. If you'll believe him, he'll do any good thing for you. Yeah. He, the Bible said, no good thing will he withhold from you. Yeah. Psalm 84, 11, no good thing. Everybody say, wow. Wow. <laughs> 
Praise God. No good thing. Well, you know, he came to redeem us. Why? So he could bless us again. So he could bless us. John 6, 38, he said, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. You know, Jesus healed the people, forgave the people, fed the people, blessed the people, blessed their children, praise God, healed them. And the Bible said uh, when he was about 30 years of age and he overcame the devil in the wilderness and came back in the power of the Spirit and entered into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read and Luke chapter 4, verses uh, uh, 16 through 21. He entered into the synagogue. He found the place where it was written. He went up and stood up for it to read. He found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because He has anointed me. God had a message He wanted to tell the people. And He anointed, He anoints people to speak His word. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. To preach, send me to heal the brokenhearted. That means God don't cause broken hearts. He heals broken hearts. Men and devils cause broken hearts. To preach deliverance yes. to everybody who's a captive in any way. Because in the kingdom, he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. There's total freedom in the kingdom. Recovery of sight to the natural blind and spiritually blind people. To set at liberty them that are bruised, whose lives have been bruised and hurt by this old world. So you don't have to be bound in that stuff anymore. Those past things don't have to rule your life anymore. And then the next verse says, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. You know that's the 50th year. That's the year of the Jubilee. That's when the trumpets, trumpets would blast and everybody that was in debt went free and everybody regained their properties and all kinds of different good things happened. It was proclaiming freedom throughout the land. And that Jubilee year was a type of Jesus. Hallelujah. In other words, Jesus, your Jubilee has come. You know, they had an airline uh, advertisement that says, you are now free to move about the country. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that one? <laughs> well, you're now free to get the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Remember, believe and say every day. We're talking about tapping into all the blessings of the covenant that belong to you. It all belongs to you. Say it all belongs to me. All belongs to me. Say I'm not, greedy, I'm not greedy. But it belongs to me. It belongs to me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know Jesus said God would clothe you. God would forgive you. God would feed you. He would take care of you. That's the way it was meant to be on the earth. God actually involved with his people. Taking care of them. Blessing them. Increasing them. Taking care of his children. Because we were meant to be his children. He said, I'll be a father to you. You shall be my sons and my daughters. Yes. You know, you supply your children's uh, needs according to your riches. Amen. Well, God says, I supply my children's needs according to my riches. Man, get ready for the blessings to start manifesting in your life. 
Get ready. Turn to your neighbor and say, get ready. Get ready. Say, say, they're a coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. All those blessings are coming on you and overtaking you. He said, listen to me and all these blessings, all. Blessed when you come in, blessed when you go out, blessed when you sit down and stand up. Blessed uh, in the field, blessed in your business, blessed wherever you go, you are blessed of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Hallelujah. The blessing of God adds no sorrow with it. Sorrow and sighing will flee away. Hallelujah. The redeemed of the Lord will come with songs of singing. If we tap into this covenant the way God means for us to tap into this covenant, we're going to do a whole lot of singing yeah. and not a whole lot of sighing. It's, it's going to cause us to rejoice. Yeah. The Bible said that our mouths were filled with laughter. We were like those that dreamed when the Lord turned their captivity. Yeah. Hallelujah. Go to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ hath Redeemed us. Say us means me. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the broken law. Being made the curse for us. That means he took the whole curse. That came because of sin. He took the whole curse. That came because of sin. For it is written, cursed is everyone that's nailed to a tree. Why did he do that? Next verse tells us that the blessings, not just blessing, but there's a lot of blessings in that blessing. God said, I'll bless you that you might be a blessing. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. See, the non-Jewish nations, non-Jewish people. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, through God's Son. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And then if we look at verse 9, it says, So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Now God caused him to increase in gold and silver and cattle and praise God, all these different things. Amen? Amen. That's part of your blessing. Now you've got greater spiritual blessings, but we don't want to throw out the other blessings just because we've got greater spiritual blessings. We want to keep them all. Don't let the devil talk you out of any of them. Yeah. See, thoughts will come to your mind and try to say, well, that don't mean you, and, you know, all kinds of thoughts. But what you got to do is you got to cast down every imagination, every thought, praise God, anything that's contrary to the knowledge of God, you say, no, that ain't mine, that ain't mine. I don't yeah. accept that. Even if it don't look like things for a while, because it takes a little while for that seed to be planted in water and for it to manifest. So you just keep saying what God says. You can't go wrong by saying what God says. Because God, He can't lie. It's impossible, the Bible said, for God to lie. So He can't lie. So whatever He said is yours, is yours. Whatever He said you can do, you can do. Whatever He said Jesus did for you, Jesus did for you. Now I feel like doing another lap. No. <laughs> I'm going to go down to verse 16. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. Abraham and his seed were the promise. 
He saith not as to, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Now Paul is saying, the covenant with, you know, Jesus was our representative, praise God. To Abraham and his seed, Christ, were all the promises made. And these promises are just reinstatements of the blessing that man lost in the beginning, before the, before the you know, after the fall, he lost the blessings. But he had all these blessings, all spiritual blessings, peace of mind, praise God, tranquility, no cares. He's just free of every, every negative thing. He was free of every negative thing. He lived on the earth in the will of God, in the peace of God, in the prosperity of God, in the victory of God. He had dominion, he had sovereign reign, he had all of this. Okay, now, God made a covenant. God works through covenant, through his word. And uh, the scripture says to Abraham and his seed, now Paul made it clear in the new covenant that he's talking about Christ. And this I say that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law which came 400 years and 30 years after cannot disannul it, that it should make the promise of none effect. So God gave it to Abraham by a promise. The law came afterwards just to curb the way the people were living they were living wrong, so God had to make it clear to them that they needed to live right. But uh, it goes on to say, but the inheritance is not of the law. If it's of the law, it's no more by promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Okay, everybody say the inheritance. inheritance. Praise God. That's the inheritance of what's to come and what's here right now. Of all the original blessings that God intended for men. And if I, if I go down to verse uh, 26 uh, through 29, it says, For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Say, I'm a child of God. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Now that's not talking about water baptism. That's talking about 1 Corinthians 12, 13. By one spirit are we all baptized into one body. That's being born again. Praise God. Born of the spirit. So, you have, you have now become a part of the body of Christ. He's the head, we're the body. The Bible said we're bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. It says there's neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free, neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, singular, to whom all the promises were made, and heirs, according to that promise. And all the promises are yours. If you belong to Christ, you are an heir of all the promises and provisions of God. Because redemption brings us full circle back around and restores to us what was lost at the fall. So this is all yours. If you're a Christian, you are part of the body of Christ, you are the seed singular that God made all the promises to because now you are the body of Christ. He's the head. You're the hands, the feet, the arm, whatever, but he's the head and you are the body. So you are an heir of all of the blessings of God. There's not one blessing left out that you're not an heir to. Just say, Hallelujah. You can, come, you can become rich by this message, not filthy rich, gloriously rich. Sanctified rich. Amen? Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 and 21 says, 
Paul said, when we came preaching Jesus, the Son of God, it was not yes and no. He said, for all of the promises of God in Christ Jesus are all yes and amen. So God is just saying to Abraham and to his seed, which is Christ and his body, where all the promises made and all the promises and provisions, God says they're yes, they're a restoration of what was lost at the fall. My son took the curse so you can have all the blessings restored back to you. Blessing of health, peace of mind, joy, victory. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, let me read over here Romans chapter 8. Do a little Roman around Romans. It says, verse 15, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Daddy, Father. He's your Father. Of his own will begat you with his word of truth. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. And if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. In other words, whatever the head gets, the body gets. You know, if, if somebody left you an inheritance, they don't write in there, well, your head gets this, but your body don't get this. <laughs> don't ever give it to your body or you lose it. No, your, head, your body gets whatever your head gets. Your head gets what your body gets. Amen. Well, that's why he's saying you're a joint heir with Christ who's the head of the body, the church. You're a joint heir. An equal heir. That means an equal heir. Hebrews 1-2 said he's the heir of all good things. When are we heirs? Well, typically you're an heir when somebody leaves you a will. Then... Uh, You wait till they die, and then it goes into effect, and then they, you go for the reading of the will. Now with Jesus, Jesus set up this will. In the book of Hebrews 9, it said he died, and it reveals the will went into effect. So we who are heirs of this will and testament, new, te new will and testament of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the will is in effect. It's yours. It's your title deed. And all this property is yours. All these blessings are yours. You don't have to try to make them yours. They are yours, but you do have to claim them. Because the devil will try to talk you out of your inheritance. He'll try to tell you, how do you feel? You know, it doesn't look like it. And what about this? And try to get you, oh, sister so-and-so is nice, nice Christian. This happened. You can't look at any of that. Amen. you got to look at the will. What was left you in the will? Amen. Yes. The promises, the provisions, the divine facts of God was left you Say in that. the will. That's what you got to look at. Say that. Hallelujah. Because Jesus uh, not only put the will into effect by his death, but he rose again from the dead to make sure it's carried out. Amen. And he has all power in heaven and in the earth. So he can make things happen in the earth. Through us, if we'll believe. Hallelujah. Well, let me give you a definition of the word heirs. See, because it says we're heirs of God, joint heirs of Christ. 
Heirs means those who are entitled to inherit whatever. Say, I'm entitled to this inheritance because I'm a child of God. Hallelujah. Then it means property that was left to them in the will. You are entitled to inherit the property that was left to you in the will. I mean, it's you. That's me. It's us. We are the born-again children of God. It's entitled to us. You don't have to convince God of it. He left it for you. Amen. He already left it for you. He already uh, provided it for you. It means uh, to come into possession as your divine portion. This is your, you know, 2 Peter 1, 3, according as his divine power hath given to us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. Praise God. All things that pertain to life and godliness, he hath given to us. And from God's perspective, the curse is over and he's released the blessings. Amen. From his perspective. He's already done. He didn't have to do it again. He's blessed. Jesus sat down. It was a, a finished work. When Jesus sat down, the New Testament went into effect. And everybody that gets born again. But you know, it's like you can have money in the bank and not know it's there. Or somebody could put a deposit in there in your name and not, you not know it's there. It's not going to benefit you. But once you know it's there, this is mine. It has my name on it. I'm an heir. I'm in the family. The Bible said you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but you're fellow citizens with the saints, and you belong to the household of God. You're a part of the family of God. Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. Preaching myself super happy today. Now listen, it gets better. Turn to your neighbor and say, could it possibly get better? Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Listen to this. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Who hath delivered us from the domain, the authority, the power of darkness. That's past tense. He delivered you from Satan, the God of this world. He delivered you from the evil princes. He delivered you from the fallen angels, the evil spirits, the demon powers. You've already been delivered. They have no power over you. Unless you believe them and just let them hold a false sway over you. But you don't have to. Because Jesus said in this covenant you can trample on serpents and scorpions. And I give you power over all of the power of the enemy. And nothing will by any means hurt you. Man, what a covenant. Hallelujah, what a covenant. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath. Everybody say hath. Translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Do you know he said it's your father, Jesus said it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So it's a good pleasure you have everything in the kingdom. Amen. So, the, you know, Satan will try to convince you that God's trying to hold back on you, that, 
you've got to take a pry bar and try to pry a little blessing out of heaven. No, he's already blessed you. He's already made the provision. He's, uh, you know, I hear warehouses with bodily parts up in heaven and everything else. Hallelujah. Man, we are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. Then it says, in whom, the next verse says, in whom, in Christ, you have. Say, I have. Redemption. Through his blood. Just think about that. You have, you possess. You possess it. Your inheritance, you possess it. You're entitled to it. You're entitled to whatever it says. And if you believe, everything will work for you. Everything is possible, he said. Because you're in the kingdom of miracles. You know, you're in the kingdom of a, of a God who raises the dead. He's going to say, you know, come forth and all the graves are going to release all the people and all the bodies are going to come back together. I mean, he's a powerful God. He can do anything that's in harmony with, with his nature and will. So everything becomes, becomes possible to you. Hallelujah, because of this. It says, we have let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath delivered from the hand of the enemy. We should be saying so. Yes. Not that we're bound or anything negative. We don't say those things. We don't say things contrary to our inheritance. We have an inheritance. We're joint heirs with Christ. The inheritance is ours. He's already done it. But it can't be released until Amos 3.3 says, Can two walk together except they be in agreement? It can't be released until you sign for it by your words. Yes. Do not doubt in your heart, believe those things you say will come to pass, you'll have whatever you say. I mean, we can believe what God said about us, that we're blessed and He's for us, and no weapon formed against us will prosper, and by His stripes we were healed, and I'm blessed when I come in, and I'm blessed when I go out, and His angels have charge over me, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's all a part of our inheritance, but we have to believe it and say it. We have to claim it. Yes, claim it. We claim it with our mouth. Yes. Hallelujah. We've got to claim it. You know? Did you ever see the newspaper filled with all this unclaimed freight and unclaimed suitcases and unclaimed all kinds of stuff unclaimed? Unclaimed money, unclaimed, you know, your employer from 20 years ago owes you $5,000, all this stuff. And, you know, you look at the newspaper, it's jam-packed with stuff that's unclaimed. I wonder how much is unclaimed with us. How many of those blessings, promises, facts, and provisions have been unclaimed by you? If you've got to claim it by saying it. <laughs> it's just, you know, that we wonder, why don't God provide? He's already provided. Why don't God do something about the devil? He's already done something about the devil. He told you to cast him out. You rebuke him and you resist him. And he'll run from you. He's given you power. He's given you authority. He's poured out the blessings on you. The blessings, praise God, are hovering right above you. Those windows are ready to open up. So as you start saying, they're opening up. 
Say, Lord, Lord I, thank you. I thank you. The windows of heaven, windows of heaven are opening up above me. You're pouring out blessings. I don't have room enough to contain. You daily load me with benefits. I'm blessed every day. My God supplies all of my needs according to His riches up in glory through Christ Jesus. Lord, I'm blessed when I come in. When I sit down, when I stand up, when I go out, I am the blessed of the Lord. He said He'd bless me, that I might be a blessing. Lord, I think I'm so blessed. I'm filled with blessings. I'm filled with power by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can just feel the charge after talking like that a little bit. Amen. You can feel the atmosphere kind of get charged up. That's the Holy Ghost. Amen to what you're saying. Hallelujah. You're back in the family. You know, like the prodigal son who came back and right away got his inheritance back. The inheritance is yours. You have access to heaven. You can come boldly before the throne room of grace. Praise God. And then he said to the church, I'm giving to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you bind on earth, heaven will bind. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed from heaven. You better start loosening the things I have that come in your life. Loose the presence of God. Loose the gifts of the Spirit. Loose the angels to be actively working on your behalf. Loose the healing power of God. Loose the blessings of the Lord. Loose the freedom of the Lord. Loose the deliverance of the Lord. Walk around saying, man, I'm delivered. I'm set free. And the devil will hit you and say, well, it doesn't look like it. Just say, I'm free and I'm, the, I'm a son of God. You just keep saying and believing exactly what God says and cast out all doubt and every uh, form of unbelief because those are hindrances. God just wants you to only believe His Word, that it works. Because remember, He said, don't be like a doubt, be like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he'll receive anything from the Lord. See, so what you got to do is you got to, okay, that's a fact. I can do all things. Okay, it's a fact. The greater one's in me. Okay, it's a fact. He's given His angels charge over me. Okay, it's a fact. By His stripes, I'm healed. Okay, it's, it's a fact. Praise God. He heals all my diseases, forgives all my iniquities. Okay, it's a fact. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay, it's a fact. All things are possible to me because I believe. See, you just claim, claim your inheritance. Claim what he says is yours. Boldly and with confidence in the face of all thoughts, circumstances, symptoms, feelings, Anything in the natural, anything that would come against your mind or your senses, you take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and His Word. You say, no, what Christ said is mine is mine. That's all I'm going by anymore. Praise God. That's what I'm living by. Amen? Amen. You unlock the blessings from heaven to come down and manifest in your life by saying it. Claim them. Claim your inheritance.
claim it. You say, that's mine. I take it now. It's mine. It belongs to me. Amen. I have it. He said, he has blessed you. That you must, you must have it. Now, if you say, I don't have it. Well, you're locking that up to make sure it don't come to you. If you say it's loosed, all these blessings are loosed upon me, they're overtaking me. You get up every day, Lord, I want to praise you and thank you. Blessings are coming on me and overtaking me. My body's blessed, praise God, because the life of Jesus is made manifest in my mortal flesh. I thank you, Lord, your life is flowing through me. I thank you, the Spirit of God quickens my mortal body. Praise God and the Holy Ghost. If he can raise Lazarus from the dead, after he's dead four days and put him back together again, he can do anything. If all that are in the graves are going to hear his voice and come forth, that have been on the earth, if, you know, their body's been lying there in the ground for 6,000 years, but he's going to put them back together again. He can put anything back together. Amen. It's a kingdom of miracles. Yeah. It's a kingdom where all things are possible. And you're in it. Because he translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. And it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And the Bible said, in God's kingdom rules over all. You're his children, and you're in a kingdom that rules over the devil and his kingdom. Amen. And any evil, any negative thing in this life came because of the fall. And God does not want it in your life. You are to resist it. You are to counteract it by claiming the blessings. And you are to stand your ground to all to stand and stand there for it. Remember Peter said, his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness through the knowledge of him that's called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you can partake of God's divine nature and escape all the corruption that came into the world through lust, through the fall of man. See, he keeps telling us over and over again, man, this is all here. We're redeemed from all the curses. All the blessings are here. They all got your name on it. You're entitled to it. As much as anybody that ever lived on the face of the earth, you're heirs of all the promises and provisions of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Lord. Hebrews 10, 23, Paul said, Let us therefore hold fast to the confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful who has promised. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible said, Consider Jesus the apostle and high priest of your confession." High priest of your confession. In other words, like he said, if you if you confess me and my words before men, I'll confess you before the Father, before the angels of God. If you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you. But he is the high priest of your confession. That means whatever you confess, that's what he takes before the Father. If you say, I'm redeemed from all of the curses that are in the earth, in the name of Jesus, you keep saying that. Jesus turns to the Father, so that person is redeemed from all the curses in the earth. Have you seen all the blessings of Abraham and all the spiritual blessings that are in Christ? They come upon me every day. Jesus turns to the Father and says, Father, all the blessings of Abraham and all the spiritual blessings in me come upon that person every day. You see, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus said, Father, Holy Ghost, that person can do all things through me. I strengthen him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You start saying, I don't ever get nothing from God. Jesus turns to the Father and says, Father, he never gets nothing from you. You know, you say, 
Ah, nothing good ever happens to me. Jesus turns to the Father and Father, nothing good ever happens to him. He said, as surely as you've spoken in my ears, that's what I will do unto you. You know, Israel said, surely we're going to die in this wilderness. They're locked into it now. What happened? They died in the wilderness. Joshua and Caleb said, we're well able to go in and possess the land. When everybody else said, we're going to die in the wilderness, they all died. Joshua and Caleb, God sustained them. They were just as strong as 80, at 80 as they were at 40, and they went in to possess the land. Can have what you say. Hallelujah. Can have what you say. Why not take God's word and put it in your mouth? You know, uh, Romans 10, 8 said, the word is near you. Even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message. The word of faith. That's the message about faith that we preach. The word is near you. Your deliverance is near you. Your healing is near you. Your blessing is near you. Your victory is near you. Your protection is near you. Your health is near you. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in the heart. That is the word of faith. In other words, that's the message about faith that we preach. See, it is. The devil don't want people. Yes. When I was in Bible school, the Lord spoke to me. There's three things, main things the devil comes against. First, it's salvation. Right. Second, it's the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Right. Third, third, it's learning about believing the word of God and speaking it out of your mouth. He does not want you to learn how to operate in faith on this covenant. But this is how you do it. And he eventually, over time, gets people back in unbelief and skepticism. And they stop saying it, stop believing it. Everything comes to a standstill. But you can pick up right where you left off. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, Lord, forgive for all unbelief. For all unbelief. Skepticism. skepticism doubt. Now, rationalization, rationalization, anything contrary to your word, that I exercise my will to do, I renounce it, I, renounce it. I, repent. I repent, cleanse me of it all, and every negative effect, every negative effect. In, the Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I claim victory, I claim victory. And, forgiveness. and forgiveness. I have a new start today. His mercies are new every morning. Brand new start today. I want to change the way I talk. I'm claiming my blessings. My inheritance. It already belongs to me. The devil will never talk me out of it again. In Jesus' name. Then in verse 10 it says, For with the heart you believe, and with the mouth confession is made, resulting in salvation, healing, deliverance, protection, blessing. Yes. All the other good things that salvation includes. Amen. Salvation is restoration from the fall. Amen. Now how do we tap into it? We believe it in our heart and say it with our mouth. Amen. We claim our inheritance. Right. Say this is mine. This is what Jesus did for me. This belongs to me. Now, I'm almost done, but let me read Isaiah 59 to you. Hallelujah. This is verse 19 through 21. And this is about this covenant that we are in with God. Listen to this. Verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. 
When the enemy shall come in, should put a comma there. They got the comma in the wrong place. Like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. See, he's called living water, isn't he? Amen. Hallelujah. He can come like a flood or a monsoon or the rain from heaven, outpouring. So just say, okay, the enemy comes. But you have the greater one in you, and like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord can wash them away. Just like, like he, you know, wash the ungodly world away. Flood. Well, listen. The Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against them. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion. That's Christ coming to the church. The Bible said you've come to Mount Zion. And unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, the Jews that turn from their transgression, saith the Lord. As for me, this is what the Lord says. As for me, this is my covenant with them. Say that. This is my covenant with them. Saith the Lord. My spirit that is upon thee. Say, thee means me. He's placed his spirit on you. And my words. Say, those are God's words. My words which I have put in your mouth. My words. Shall not depart out of your mouth. Nor out of the mouth of your seed. Nor out of the mouth of your seed, seed. Saith the Lord. From henceforth. And forever. Now listen, praise God. This is the covenant I'm going to make with them. I'm going to anoint them with the Holy Ghost to be able to speak my words. And the power of the Spirit can create a new life for them. Hallelujah. All they got to do, and this is our covenant together, all they got to do is take my words and put them in their mouth and start claiming their inheritance and praise me that what I said is so and believe me that what I said is so. Praise God. And all these things, and all these things will be done unto you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is how we tap in. This is how we increase and are more blessed. Amen. Proverbs 18, verse 20 and 21 says a man's life will be increased by the fruit of his lips. Man's belly will be filled by the fruit of his lips. His life will be increased by what's coming out of his lips. Then it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yes. And they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. In other words, you're going to eat your words. Because every time you talk, you're fixing yourself up something to eat. If you say, things just keep getting worse and worse. Guess what? Things will keep getting worse and worse. Why? Because you've got power. To believe what you say will come to pass. Now you're given legal rights for the devil to make things worse. Yes. See, the Bible said, don't murmur like some of them murmured and were destroyed by the destroyer. But what you want to say is, whatever God said about you, God's for me, who can be against me? He freely gives me all things. I'm an heir of God. I'm a joint heir with Jesus. I'm led by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is guiding me into all truth. I draw near to God, and He draws near to me. Amen. I'm blessed. I'm the blessed of the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory. No good thing will he withhold from me. Yes. 
See, we need to talk right. We need to talk kingdom talk. Yes. Which is miracle talk. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord. <coughs> so every day, say, God daily loads me with benefits. I am blessed with all spiritual blessings. My God supplies all my needs. According to his riches and glory, by his stripes we were healed. Your inheritance is whatever is in that book. Yes. Praise God. I mean, I was studying this and I was getting blessed. You know, most of the time, it, when did you get that message together? Well, I started this morning, about two in the morning. And you know, most of the time, it's like I'm a secretary. God drops the seed of the nugget of what to preach. And I sit there and wait for the next scripture to come. It's just one after another scripture. Oh, okay, okay, I can't write fast enough. You know, putting that down, putting that down, putting that down. It's coming hot off the press. Hallelujah. You know, just about every time it's that way. I study, uh, you know, regularly on uh, all kinds of different things. But typically, when it's a message, I don't start it until about 2 o'clock Saturday night, or Sunday morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I, I fall asleep for a while, I wake up, and then I do a message. Like that. But then I, but when I sit there, it's just like, okay, oh yeah, that's a good one. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I'll write down that one. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's about the way it happens. Every week happens that, happens that same way. But praise God, I'm getting it out of my spirit, uh, out of inspiration. There is a spirited man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth him understanding. I'm getting it by inspiration, not perspiration. Amen. Amen. I'm laboring in the word and doctrine. I study to show myself approved unto God to be a good workman that needs not be ashamed. But when I'm looking to the Lord, I want to get it from the Holy Ghost. Yes. And so it just comes up and out. Hallelujah. And then he gives nuggets. I write down those nuggets and tell them to you. I'm just a brand delivery boy. I'm just delivering you manna from heaven. Yep. Praise God. Praise God. The Lord is good. Amen. Amen. Say, Lord, Lord, you daily load me with benefits. I'm blessed every day. You know, the Bible says, let the weak say I'm strong. Say, I'm strong. But why does he say, let the weak say I'm strong? So God can make you strong. The Bible said, out of weakness they were made strong. Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed because she judged him faithful who promised. God gave uh, the man's feet and ankle bones received strength. Remember in Acts 3? Yes. And he who had never walked, all of a sudden he jumped up and he's leaping and walking and praising God. Yes. God can make these joints new. God can give strength to your legs, to your arms, to your eyes, to every part of your body. Yes. You know, Moses lived in the presence of God. He died at 120. The Bible said he didn't lose any of his natural strength and neither was his eyesight dimmed at all. Praise God. We need to start claiming more. We need to start claiming more. It's all, it's Jesus bought and paid for it. You are bought with a price. Redemption was bought with a price. He bought and paid for it so you can have all the blessings that God originally intended for man to have restored back to you. But he says you got to believe it and say it so that the windows of heaven are opened up and, and these things can come in your life. Yes. Because aside from that, he can't 
Just do it. Because man has authority in the earth. So when he won authority in heaven and in earth, he had to turn it over to the earth part of the body of Christ. So you're the one exercised, exercising that all authority in the earth. Therefore, if you don't do it, it ain't going to get done. And you do it by saying it. Claiming it, saying it, claiming it, saying it. Praising God for it. Praising God itself. Praising God you're the blessed of the Lord. Praising God you have a sound mind. Praising God God's not giving you a spirit of fear. Praising God, you know, whatever this covenant says, man, this is yours. Yes. Everything in the book belongs to you. So you could be blessed on earth even as they are in heaven. And God wants you way more blessed than you've been. Amen? Amen. He wants me way more blessed than I've been. Way, 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 way. As far as the heavens are above the earth. He wants you way more blessed. Praise God. So you start thinking, man, I'm the blessed of the Lord. Everywhere I go, blessing happens. Everywhere I go, I got favor. Everywhere I go, things just work together for my good. Everywhere I go, even if things don't look like they are, they are. Praise God and everybody will see in the end. It's all worked for my good. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Now, if there's anybody here that's never been born again, 